This is Paul Mackey, in residence, on day seven of the Dog Days of Podcasting, and this is my thoughts on the fourth episode of that 80s show. I haven't really talked about Killing Joke's 80s as the theme song for this show. It is pretty well chosen thematically, obviously, and it actually dropped in 1984, not that exact period accuracy is an absolute requirement for a theme song. I did notice they skipped right past the controversial riff at the song's opening. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go ahead and look it up. 80s by Killing Joke. I'll be right here. Okay, so you can probably see what issue the band might have had with a certain 90s monster hit. I don't know if I'd call it an exact match precisely, and it never went to court, but still. Anyway, it's thematically relevant, as this episode of That 80s Show is about music, titled Corey's Remix. So... Corey is revealed to be a struggling musician in this episode. He is seen working through what seems to be a breakup song. Meanwhile, Roger has an upcoming meeting with his boss, and he's nervous. Katie creates an up-tempo dance mix of Corey's song and gets it played at the dance club to Corey's horror. Add in to all that question, Corey questioning about what coffee he had with Tuesday in the previous episode meant. Then Tuesday meets him at the club and hears the dance mix. So, I think the high point of the episode, really, I mean, whether whatever you think about a uh, will-they-won't-they relationship, Margaret continuing to play hapless Cupid, trying to push the two of them together, is, is the high point to me. And the low point is really, it's not really character development to just suddenly mention in the fourth episode, oh, oh, by the way, Corey's also a, a struggling musician. Um, so who won, who lost? I suppose Corey wins, if the metric is how close is he to dating Tuesday. Roger lost, but it's pretty much a foregone conclusion in this case, because they absolutely wrote this episode with Roger losing as an apparent goal. Anachronism, I did not actually find any obvious anachronisms, but they weren't really shooting for the stars with the reference jokes in this episode. They did bring back a car phone joke, and cocaine references came back, but nothing specific there. I wonder whether it's possible they chose a model of synth that was too slimline for Corey, but as they neither named nor showed a brand name or model number, I couldn't say anything for certain. I know when my friends had keyboards, they were chunkier looking, and I'd bet the set designer didn't bother looking for a vintage synth. It's also possible my friends had keyboards that were inexpensive compared to a really high-quality one. That could also be a factor. What worked? The car sing-along from the pilot returns, and I have to say it definitely works. I also think Tinsley Grimes as Katie is starting to really settle into the role. Earlier on, she kind of had this uh, Julie Brown thing. Uh, That would be Homecoming Queen's Got a Gun Julie Brown, not Downtown Julie Brown. See, I am an OG 80s kid. Wubba, wubba, wubba. Why did it suck? Uh, It really feels like this series is traveling in slow motion. After that lightning establishment of a will-they-won't-they dynamic in episode one, they've been forced to slow it way down, or they'll be done for, perhaps. And barely anything happened in this episode beyond that. Add in the low point previously mentioned of the plot-convenient character revelation of Corey as a struggling musician, and it just isn't coming together, but maybe I'm also influenced by the fact that it never does in fact come together beyond a 13-episode run. 
So the next episode is called My Dead Friend. I suppose it would be a friend introduced and killed off in a single episode, because I don't think they have the guts to kill off a main cast member this early on. It's possible it's a Grateful Dead reference, but eh, probably not. So then, until then, happy hunting! You have been listening to the One Idget's Thoughts on podcast, produced by Paul Mackey in association with QuadrupleZ.com. Theme music is Too Good by Jack Mangan and is used by permission from him. If you would like to hear other podcasts by me, you might try The Ghostlight Podcast, a completed intro cast about the TV series Slings and Arrows, or Idgetcast, an intro cast for the TV series Supernatural. Both can be found on fine podcasting listening software everywhere or at quadruplez.com. Love is tough, but so-